From Murphy to Mancio, extraordinary athletes, coaches, administrators, and contributors have impacted the North Carolina sports landscape. For some, their talents left an indelible mark. So much so, they are enshrined in the North Carolina Sports Hall of Fame. It's time to chat with one of those Hall of Famers who dared to be as tall and stately as our Longleaf Pines. Here is your host of 15 Minutes of Fame, Chris Edwards. Welcome to 15 Minutes of Fame. I'm Chris Edwards. This week on the podcast, we visit with Freddie Johnson, a 2016 North Carolina Sports Hall of Famer. Freddie, a Greensboro native who's lived his entire life in Greensboro, went to Grimsley High School, later attended Greensboro College where he played basketball, earned a master's degree at North Carolina A&T, and has been the longtime head coach at Greensboro Day School. We talk about Freddie's career in coaching as the athletic director, what makes high school sports so special, and many more things. That's this week on 15 Minutes of Fame with a 2016 North Carolina Sports Hall of Famer, Freddie Johnson. Freddie, thank you so much for the time, and welcome to the podcast. Well, I appreciate you asking me to do this. I'm looking forward to talking to you this morning. Let me start here. You're a Greensboro native. You attended Grimsley High School, went to Greensboro College where you played basketball, ended up getting a master's degree for North Carolina A&T. What is it about Greensboro that's so special to you? You know, I've always loved Greensboro. I, you know, of course, I never left. So I'm one of the few people you'll talk to that's never left here. And I've enjoyed my time here. And I was very fortunate, you know, going to Greensboro College. I had great coaches over there and good teachers who steered me in the proper direction. And so I feel fortunate this is where I ended up here at Greensboro Day School. When did you realize you wanted to be a basketball coach? Uh, you know, I realized when I was 14 years old that I wanted to coach and that it was very important to me to to interact with kids. And I thought I could really make a difference in their lives by doing that. And I felt very fortunate that I was able to get right out of college. Really my last year of college, I planned my student teaching around basketball season. So I went an extra year to do my education part in November and December and my teaching part in January and February because I could do it during, the, during basketball season. I, I read that you started as a volunteer coach at Greensboro Day School, then got appointed the head coach. How does one go from being a volunteer coach to the head coach almost overnight? Well, you know, I was fortunate. Linwood Edwards was the only coach here at Greensboro Day, and it was a young school. And and so what happened was that they um, they hired me to do the middle school boys, and to and I asked him if I could help him. And at the time, that was going to be his last year, and he was going to move on to be a principal at Dudley High School. And so I uh, was able to take his place. So I just was in the right time, right spot at the right time. One year after you became the head coach, you were then appointed the athletic director. How did you have to balance all that comes with being the head coach of a successful basketball program as well as the athletic director of a really good athletic department? Well, you know, it really, really helped, I think, in the beginning because it helped me establish more teams and get more uh, students participating. And, and, you know, we have over 80% of our kids who were participating at that time in sports. So it, it really helped me get to know more of our student body and be able to uh, contribute in different ways. And leading up to the present, uh, I uh, stepped down from being athletic director in August, and I'm just ahead of basketball operations now, which works perfect for me at the end of my career. So I'm very fortunate that I, that I have a super headmaster, Tracy Catlett, and that she is 
uh, helped me through this process. And now I get to you know, do something that I, I love being athletic director, but I really love the basketball side of things. I, I want to dive deeper into the basketball in just a second, but I do have one more question about being the AD and just high school athletics in general. Over 85% of the students at Greensboro Day were involved in athletics or are involved in athletics, whether that's the middle school or the upper school. What does it mean to, for kids to be involved in high school athletics, becoming a, a better person because they're learning so many lifetime values? Well, I think you're, you just said the values they're learning, but I think they learn discipline. Uh, I know my players, for instance, they're better academically during basketball season. I think when you have someone, uh, you know, you go to, I go to, I went to Grimsley, mm-hmm. and the, I think of Grimsley so much in my life was Bob Sawyer, who was the swim coach. He didn't even coach me, but I got to know him as a PE teacher, and he meant a lot to me. And, uh, and he ended up winning, gosh, 20 straight or something swim championships at Grimsley High School. So I feel very fortunate that I was able to have people like that as role models in my life. And I think, you know, have, when your students are participating in something, whether it's drama or sports, et cetera, I think it really helps them with their time management. And when, it, when they get off to college, they're more disciplined. You've won almost 80% of your games. You're the winningest coach in North Carolina high school basketball history, over 1,100 wins in your career. What are the keys to being a successful basketball coach? You know, it's, it's interesting having good players because I haven't won any games because they, they win the games. I think I'm at 1-1-5 something now, 1-1-5-3. I don't, I, I don't keep it, they keep it up here in the gym. If I look at it, I know what it is, but it's something like that now. And I, I think it's the great thing I didn't win one of those games. They won them all. And I also I surround myself with very good assistant coaches. I was very fortunate to have probably the – the best high school coach ever in North Carolina, I think, in high school, Mac Morris from Page High School, to to assist me and teach me and mentor me at a young age. And I, I was fortunate now that I have super assistant coaches. You know, my coaching staff is a, as good as any college coaching staff. You mentioned Mac a few minutes ago. I know he was a big influence on your life, but who else were your mentors? Who influenced your coaching philosophy as you were getting started? Well, you know, I probably Dean Smith was a real important in going through just watching what he did and and what he did, his philosophy. Then Coach K and Coach Williams, I got to know well both of them, and they were excellent, you know, coaches as we both well know, and they were great about spending time with you, their staffs and stuff, about teaching you things, and you could ask them questions. Uh, and but you know, the person who really got me started was a guy named Chuck Whitehurst. I played for him at the Y, and he was the head of WFMY TV, and he covered A and T um, back in the days when you know they were loaded in those days. And so I would go with him to the games and stuff. And so he would teach me things and talk about basketball and, and, and really mentored me in my life that way. Is there a game or a moment or a memory that is the most memorable for you? Yeah. I, you know, one of my first state championship, uh, beating Page high school for the first time, uh, went in that, uh, it was called a little four back then, the little four pizza, Aiko. but I think in the recent years, uh, winning we played in dicks which they bring the eight best teams in the country together and you know and no one from north carolina had won a game in it we were worried we'd ever get invited back any of us and we we upset img they were second seed in the tournament and we beat them by 21 points and uh that was probably the then we were on espn u or espn two that day and i think that was probably the biggest win i've ever had 
this is a perfect segue into some of the other stuff you've done with basketball, like coaching in six all-star games, coached in the McDonald's All-America game in 2013. I was in Chicago in 1997, the Capital Classic All-Star game in Washington. What's it like to coach in those games where you have so much talent around you, no matter where you look? You know, it, it, it was a real eye-opening experience to see that talent level. You know, my first game, uh, I had Shane Battier, Elton Brand were on my team, uh, Brandon Davis, who was a great point guard at UCLA. And, and you know, just to get to be around those kids. And I, I ask a lot of questions because I want to kind of know what they thought as players, what they thought worked as players, what motivated them and stuff. And then going to the McDonald's game and doing the, the um, Jordan game were really special experiences with some great, great players. You learn better players. You don't have to coach as much. <laughs> <laughs> like Trey, I had Trey Young. I didn't have to worry about him shooting or making. He was good. So. I imagine that he was. Uh, in February of 2020, you were awarded the Morgan Wooten Award for Lifetime Achievement in Coaching High School Basketball. What did winning that award mean to you? I tell you what, when they called to tell me, I, w- I was so emotional about it because I had fortunately been able to get to know Morgan Wooten a little bit, had lunch with him when he spoke here in Greensboro, and it was probably the highest honor you can get as a high school coach to get that award, and uh, to know he's the winningest coach at all times, but more importantly, what he did for his uh, student-athletes. He was a true teacher of the game. How many of Morgan's principles in terms of being a, a student of the game, a teacher of the game, do you try to implement? Well, it's it's really interesting. I, I asked him this question one time at lunch. I asked him a question about boxing out. And he says, Freddie, we don't need to box out. All my guys play above the rim. So I had different type players he had. But I think the, the, the education part, making sure they were good students and that to remember as a basketball coach, you're a true teacher. You're not just a basketball coach. There are so many other things that go along with basketball. I think Morgan Wooten did the best of any high school coach that I know of to to get his kids to buy into what he was teaching and to buy in what he was doing outside the uh, basketball court and in the classroom and in their social life and everything. And I'm, what, I'm curious how he would do it in this day and time with so many social media things, but I really believe it, we, we need more Morgan Wheatons out there. How do you adapt year in, year out to still be relatable to your players? Well, I, I tell them there, there's some, if you play for me, there are a couple of things you must understand. We have a culture that we play. Uh, we have a system and that they need to buy into that system and that we are, I expect them to do the work in the classroom and I expect them to understand that outside the school and stuff that I'm going to be involved in their social life because I want them to make good decisions. They want to buy into the academics, the basketball, the social aspect, then I am the wrong person to cut. Because even at my age, I am very active in knowing what's going on with them, how everything's going with the families, and and, and expecting them to do certain things beyond basketball. And I want them to all be leaders in some area in the school other than basketball. I want them involved in something else. And we're, I'm fortunate this year, I have a couple of players like our head of the pep club, um, and they've done a great job with that. So I, I just think there's more to life than than sports, but sports is a, a good pathway into future choices they make down the road. 
I'm curious for you, why stay in high school athletics your entire career? Why not try to go coach in college? I had no urge to go coach in college. The one, only there were a couple of times I looked into assistant college jobs in my early goings. And one time I almost went to Greensboro College. It was at the time my son was graduating and he could have gone there and played for me. But I made I, I made a good choice by staying here at Greensboro Day. I, I love high school kids and I like dealing with them and I love my job and you know I'm, I'm one of the few people who gets up in the morning who looks forward. I'm sure coming to work every single day and, and I do come to work. If I'm in Greensboro, let's say I'm here 300 days I'm in Greensboro, I'll come to work 285, 290 of those days. I'll be in the office sometime during that time. What do you think makes or what are the traits to make? people successful, not just in coaching or athletics, but what makes people successful in life? I think being disciplined and having goals and, uh, and have goals that you can definitely reach. And I think one of the, I think the big thing for me is being one of my big things, being nice to people, being my word for the year is being kind. And I want to, I'm going to try to be kind to everyone. And I think that you can, Mix in all that stuff and just remember that you you make a difference in a lot of people's lives. And, and I wouldn't be where I am today if it wasn't for a lot of great student athletes and a great administration work for Greensboro Day. And, you know, I have no plans to retire and I'm looking forward to coaching many more years. Uh, and that's something as long as I'm healthy and I enjoy it, I'm going to keep doing it as long as I can. Well, Freddie, that's a perfect place to stop. And congratulations on a great career. And Thank you very much. Thanks for your time. Thanks to Freddie for his time this week. And thanks to you for joining us, as always, on 15 Minutes of Fame. For the North Carolina Sports Hall of Fame, I'm Chris Edwards.